This podcast was recorded and produced on the lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. Blackbirds acknowledges and pays deepest respects to elders past and present. Sovereignty was never ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. No offence, but... No offence, but you guys suck. No offence, though. Like, no offence. Great Britain has now become Snowflake Central. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. Look. No offence, but... Oh, my God. Oh. No, I'm not proud of that. Monk gave him a vegan sausage roll to calm down. What the fuck is Hello, and welcome back to another episode of No Offence, But, a Blackbirds podcast. My name is Aisha. I'm the artistic director of Blackbirds and the host of this podcast. Today on the pod, I am joined by Jamaica Moana. Jamaica is an artist, rapper, creative director, and writer of Māori, Ngāpui, Tainui, and Samoan descent. Spiritually entwined with Hokianga and Waikato in the motherland of Aotearoa, whilst currently walking the land of the Gadigal people. I've actually had a beautiful conversation with Jamaica on this podcast before, and I've put the link in the show notes if you want to listen. Last time we talked, Jam had just left a full-time job to pursue music full-time. We catch up on what's been happening, what the evolution has been like, life in lockdown, the importance of community, and so much more. Jamaica is so talented and so kind, and I am so happy to share this cordero with you. Let's get into it. All right, you know the first question, sis. When was the last time you were offended? I think the last time that I was offended, I more so like annoyed. I was like doing like essential, you know, Woolworth shopping. I think it was like last week and somebody just like couldn't wait their time. Like just couldn't be really patient, which was just so ho-ha. So they like pushed through and they just pushed through and like just went about their their shopping at the self-serve checkout like just pushed through and usually if I'm by myself like I I would do something like I would like (laughs) I would say something but I was with my mom so I'm like okay I'm gonna simmer down like I need to be it and I just like kept looking at her like we're all in a rush like why are you more important but I think it's like the lockdown that made me like push that emotion like more further Mm. okay no this is like offending me too much usually it'll just be like you know water off a duck's back I'll be fine but yeah that truly like really annoyed me I know it's like just wait please like we're all in the same boat no one wants to be going through this oh my god absolutely come on babe I'll meet you in the car park It's giving that energy, though. It's really giving that, like, if you mess with me once, I'm ready. 100. (laughs) (laughs) And we were talking about this before, but how are you coping with lockdown? I've been taking it day by day. I've been really just trying to nurture myself and really check in with myself. I know that it's extremely valid, like, amongst these times, because every single day for me is a complete different emotion or a different validation within my personal self so I've been taking myself and my inner my inner well-being first I've been then like trying to get into work which I have been doing like I've been progressing more when I nurture myself well-being and then I can you know motivate myself to get into work and then like the extracurricular stuff after that 
like mm-hmm. I'm usual like before lockdown I can't I can like hit it all we all can like we can really like smash it all but I think like just taking everything really slowly and just appreciating the small things like I was saying I appreciate and I affirm myself that I'm grateful to have a roof over my head I'm grateful for food in the fridge I'm grateful to be able to be conscious when I need a break or when when I need to just slow down so although I love like the hectic like schedule those days are low-key invigorating when you have so much packed in I also am trying to I'm honestly still trying to like appreciate being relaxed because we we do say this like we're Mm -hmm. like oh I wish I had more time to to nurture myself or replenish my you know well-being like Mm -hmm. that's what I've been trying to lean on of course it is a crazily trying time and a lot of us are split from our whanos and you know we don't be able to like resume back to what is prior if that <laughs> it does yeah I've been just leaning towards gratitude yeah I think that's great and yeah you're so right you know we we live these really crazily busy lifestyles and I remember last time after the lockdown, like we all came out and everyone who's creative, everyone was so booked. You know what I mean? We know that's going to happen again. Everyone was like so busy. Absolutely. I'm like ready to be booked again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have gigs that were cancelled because of the lockdown, like when it first came into place? Absolutely. Yeah, I did. Mm. I had, um, I think the first gig that I was a lot of gigs have been postponed and a few have been cancelled but the initial one um was like winter in the domain Mm -hmm. it was so weird because I had like my rehearsals like on the Monday and then we were going to have another rehearsal on like later in the week and then perform on the Saturday ready you know like all of that and then it just got smashed into lockdown and it's like wow and I'm looking at the calendar I'm like bitch that was over a month ago wow (laughs) I'm saying that in terms of like how long this lockdown's been Mm, mm. I know so much of our community we get validated from like performing that connection and like in-person transference of energy that's what we like strive for and live for I know like I even had that experience at like Darlo this year like at Darlinghurst Theatre to have such a beautiful experience in person especially with an audience and it's never the same like through zoom Mm. I know a lot of us can say that but I I think it's never the same it's great to connect but you want to have a try in person you know literally and like the energy that you get from a live performance as the performer or as the audience there's nothing else like it you know you need to be there in the moment yeah Absolutely, sis, 100%. And last time we spoke on the podcast, you had recently quit your full-time job and you were full in on becoming a full-time artist. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Despite all of, you know, the changes that have been happening and I think being an artist, especially like a full-time artist at the moment, it's like extremely trying, you know, with financials and Mm all of that but I I count myself very lucky I always like refer back to a time where I was so on the go at a full-time job right but then it got to a point 
three years later where I was just unhappy. So I always measure my financial stability with my day-to-day happiness. And honestly, like my happiness takes the cake just for me. Mm. I've been feeling good. Like I lo- I've learned so much along the way, so grateful. And it's good to know that for me, it's really like the only way now. Like I've I've been on that hustle. I know the go. And yeah, it's just... It's up from here. Mm. And what's been the most rewarding part of this evolution for you? I think the most rewarding part is the day-to-day push that you really have no choice. You have no choice. You have to be on it. You have to truly be passionate. And it really verifies, like, it's rewarding when it verifies the meaning of your profession. You know, that's what it's like, okay, this is actually really what you love. This is what you do. I believe you can't be in it if you're just just doing it for fun. Mm-hmm. You truly have to be in it. You're not just an artist. You're low-key like an accountant. And you're... Lo- <laughs> I'm <laughs> praised to that. Like, <laughs> I cannot. Like the way like how my skills have just like expanded so much. Yeah, you've got to do your art like and your work, but... You need to know, like, how to do your tax properly. Mm -hmm. You need to know how to be a proper writer. And even if you have your own management, like, you have to manage your own things along it. You have to be your own stage mom. Like, you really do. I love when you say that, sis. It always stands with me. You really have to be your own stage mom. Even when you're not feeling it and, you know, going through it, like, you have to, you know, you have to knock, knock, knock on yourself and be like, hey, babe, we need to pick it up. Mm-hmm. You deserve better. You deserve to, you know, have the world look at you in the positive light. Mm. And that takes a lot of self-worth and self-love and, like, work on yourself, I think, you know, to know what you deserve, to know that you can push yourself, to be able to talk to yourself like, I know you can do better, let's not be lazy today. Yeah, absolutely, sis. And, like, I think it's the Virgo rule from Beyonce, like, you, you give yourself a day. You know, like if you're if you're feeling it, give yourself a day and then let's pick it up. Trust me, I've definitely had those days. Like in mm-hmm. lockdown. I've been like, you know what? Today is literally like I'm chilling. I'm making a little <laughs> I'm making me a chai. I'm watching some some of this, something that's gonna inspire me. And I'm sorry, emails, but <laughs> <laughs> the emails. The emails, like, oh, I can't. I literally, but I can. <laughs> you can and you will. I can and I will. I think everybody needs to know, like, at this time, not everybody is going to be on that full ball of, like, replying and getting to it, getting to it. We all understand, you know. Mm. Has that also been, you know, being able to do all the things, learning all these new skills, has that also been one of the most challenging parts of this, like, evolution into full-time artist? I would say that, sis. Like, there's times where the most challenging parts are... Right now is the perfect example. It's like, if you're really in it, you have to challenge yourself with just, like, working behind the scene. In contrast to the rewards where you would have people just, like, do it for, like, the performances or the clout or whatever. Like, you... The challenge is really sitting with yourself amongst your own, like, mind and 
trying to get out that work or like try and get out that creativity, like filter it through like a different avenue that we wouldn't usually have cultivated before. Like we have that. Yeah, it's a challenge, but I love a challenge. Mm. Now and then, like (laughs) always trying to ask for a challenge. (laughs) Yeah, say loud and clear to the universe, now and then, now and then. Give me a challenge now and then. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Real talk though. Real talk. I know. Sometimes I'm like to the universe, okay, darling, I think I've learned this lesson. Can we move on? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yep, that was cute. Let's fast forward. Thank you. <laughs> and I need a I need a secure date. Literally. Literally. See. Thank you. <laughs> oh God, you have to laugh, don't you? Yeah. So in lockdown, you've still been creative. I know you were talking about, you know, sometimes you you have days, which I absolutely have as well, but you started Jamaica Moana Live Discussions at the beginning of lockdown. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so that was like, I created that within like the first week of our lockdown that got commenced. So I really just wanted to give the space for just connection and to really like swap energies and learn about how people thrive within these times like I know having you on it as well sis like it was so great to be able to conversate with people in specific field an example of like I would have like a Sydney-based model segment or I would have like a Sydney-based rapper segment and it was really good for all of the people that were on those discussions to be able to like swap energies and to just for them to swap conversation, you know, mm. and like to be able to really talk about their challenges, what they face, what they enjoy, how that they neg- navigate themselves through it all. And a lot of them would like message me afterwards and say, thank you. Like, it was so great to have just that conversation with people in their field and like people that they feel linear with in conversation. So yeah, that's that was why I did it. I just really wanted to give people an idea of, being able to just chill back home and get that inspiration. Mm. Do you think that you'll continue it? Like if lockdown gets extended, I mean, (laughs) please no. But if it does, or even if it doesn't, do you think you want to continue this type of like communication and conversation with community? I've thought about this and I definitely will. Like I know that within the next coming weeks, honestly, I've just been like doing my own thing for, for a minute, like just trying to base my own well-being and all of that but more so like my own work like trying to get that done but I definitely will get back into it and I think it's great to be able to have that space and to be able to offer that space for people so it will continue and hopefully I'd like to see it continue into like a live space when when we can resume you know Mm, I'd buy a ticket Oh, sis, I love it. <laughs> You're on the list. You're a speaker. Yay, <laughs> that's my dream. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking earlier before about community and, you know, when we're part of the communities that we're a part of, you know, you get so much love and vibrance and energy from live performance and, and giving that energy to others. What Absolutely. does community mean to you? Community to me means a sense of belonging. Like it truly is a, it's a a home away from home. Like it's a comfort 
that you can always rely on and always feel safe. It's a safe space. It's a, a judgment-free space. That's what it is to me. Like, And I realize the community is so ever-growing that your position in the community will alter constantly. Like where you feel like you were at the, the start of it a few years back, now you're at the head of it helping the younger ones in you know and trying to like help bring that space to remind people that you can express yourself how you want and how you want to be as long as this space is safe and welcoming I think like it's got a huge sense of whānau you know Mm. that's what community's been and I think always will be if like the right people uh amongst it to cultivate those spaces Mm. Do you have any advice for people, and and this isn't always necessarily young people, but some people, you know, they're really searching for a community, for a place to fit and a place to belong, and you see it, and and I I just wish that everyone had it, but do you have any advice for people who are searching? Absolutely. I agree, sis. Like, they – it's not just younger people. It's everybody that's yearning for community. I think for me – I would say just don't be, like, don't be hesitant to reach out. Like, it's, if you notice somebody that's within that community and you want to go or just be a part of or just be a part of those conversations or be a part of those nights, like, of connection, I think just reach out and try your best, like, to, yeah, or, like, reach out to people that you know that have been in, these communities for a while or anybody that you know that's within that body of people Mm. and before like you reach out remember that it's what I said before like it's welcoming it's judgment free like it's safe that's like and it the biggest thing is that community is meant for you you know like that's why I think for everybody that's yearning for or anybody that's yearning for the space and the you know, that total for that support, mm. but like reach out, don't be afraid because trust me, I'm certain that the reception will be beautiful. Mm. Once this lockdown is done and dusted, what's next for you? Where are we going to find you? Are you going to be on the stage again? Yes, you will find me on the stage. What's next for me is I've been working really hard on my EP. So that's like, something that I've been working so tirelessly like behind the scenes and really allowing that to be something that I'm wanting to make amazing. I haven't released songs in about two years. So I know that that's just like what I'm working on. I'm I'm so excited. I've been like working on a few different things. Like mm-hmm. I think I'm like a, what is that called? Like a silent worker. But like when it comes out, it's like, like like Beyonce when she just secretly drops a whole album without telling anyone. <laughs> yes, I'm like you're not gonna know when, but it's coming. <laughs> yes, that and I think just like there's gonna be like a few performances. I feel like everything has shifted to. I love how I'm doing this with my arms. <laughs> <laughs> That's the choreography. That's the choreo we're doing. Um, everything has shifted to like. September, like spring and summer. So catch me, catch me then. 
who knows how long this is going to go for, but... Yeah, look, spring and summer this year is going to be lit. It will be lit. It's deemed. It'll be amazing. <laughs> I Thank love God. that. Yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much me, sis. Like, I've just been working, like, writing music, really focusing on my art, focusing on my work, and... Yeah, like it's just you catch me like listening to my unreleased songs in my room, like getting my life. I'm like, I can't wait for people to hear these. Like, yeah, I'm so it's excited. Like divine timing, we believe mm-hmm. divine timing. And mm-hmm. I always say, it's like, I say, don't let like the pace of your city try and push you to do things out of time that you want and feel comfortable with. Like, I'll drop when I want, I'll drop when it's right. And that's for, like, people in any field as well. Like, Sydney is too much. We know this. It is the energy. And I know, like, through, like, Indigenous culture, like, it is a heavy place, you know? We we need to be very aware of that when we're coming into not just our work, but our, our own, like, you know, our own health. You know, we need to be very aware of that. And don't don't let that pace, like, force you to do anything because... Those are the wisest words, really. Like, everyone needs to hear that. It's so true. Sydney is a, a rigmarole. It's amazing, but it can also just throw you around and spit you out. Do you know what I mean? So Absolutely, sis. Definitely. Like, we have to be aware of that. Like, absolutely. I think, like, spending a lot of time in Perth last year, I realised that there's, like, pe- people on that side of over there, they they look towards Sydney as like, wow, like that. I don't know how you live there. Like it's so crazy. And I realize I'm like, oh wow, like that is get exactly what it is. People like are always divided, and they see like Eora as something amazing, and they want to be there for opportunity, or they see it as just like a tireless place. That what you said, like they'll it'll chew you up and spit you out. Like you're you're washing just mm. prior out. Yeah, I can't. I'm always aware of that. Definitely. And what are your wildest dreams for Jamaica Moana, the artist? My wildest dreams as an artist, I want to to put it in like one sentence. I want to be loved the way that I love. I, I want to be able to have the appreciation as an artist that I know mentally I captivate myself. And I'm, I would love for that to be a global appreciation that people authentically love my work and love what I do. Like it's not for any other reason but that. Like I would love for it to be a worldwide appreciation. Authentically, yeah. And I can see that happening for sure, you know. Ah, it's going to be beautiful. I'm excited. I'm so excited for the journey. And I know I've, like, been doing this for a a few years, but I'm only at the beginning, you know. And I I definitely recognise that. And I'm always, like, constantly just excited of what's going to come in the future, you know. Yeah. Always. Mm. I want to ask you, what's your wildest dream? Oh. You know what? I would love to be in my own TV show, Mm. writing it, directing it, producing it, 
telling the stories of women of color of the diaspora in Australia on an international level. That's what I want to do. Absolutely, sirs. Yeah. 100, produced by Blackbirds. Yes. Absolutely. You I know. Can 100%. Just have Brad Pitt on speed dial. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like, look, I got an idea. <laughs> dream big. They say dream big. I say, okay. Yeah, 100%. Don't limit these dreams. Like, 100%. I believe mm. this. Push mm. it out. What you want, get it done. We're going to be there together. I'm going to be rocking up to your, like, headline show at Madison Square Garden. I'm going to have Brad Pitt. I'm going to have, I don't know. Yes. I don't I, I don't know anyone else apart from Brad Pitt. I'm going to have Brad Pitt. All of the above. That's what <laughs> you're going to have. 100. And I will see you backstage and be like, we knew. Yeah, we knew. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, the last question I have for you. Do you have a recommendation for the listeners? I think I said this for the last one, but I would recommend the listeners to listen to a Bob Marley album. Yes. I always say this. Like, and if you've listened to one, listen to the other. Like, please. The way that Bob Marley like speaks and the themes and all of these topics, like he really like speaks upon like real things. And just, it's so amazing. It's so mm. riveting and just so much education through just such great vibes. And I've, I've grown up with Bob Marley. It was the first introduction to sound to me. So that's what I always recommend people. Mm. Listen to those albums, like truly. The mm. themes and what you will learn from it all will be absolutely amazing. And then you will sort of realize like, I can't imagine like being in Jamaica you know it's honestly life-changing and amazing mm. oh thank you so much my sis it's always such a pleasure to talk with you oh, you're so welcome sis thank you so much I've been oh. really enjoying this season oh thank you and you know what once this lockdown's over we're gonna get dressed up we're gonna go have a wine okay absolutely oh Thank you so much for listening to another episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope that if you're in lockdown, then some of the wisdom and the words that Jamaica has shared will help you and boost you on your way. It's okay if you're not okay. And as Jamaica has said, I can, I will, I can, I will. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, rate, review, download, share it, go wild, anything everything nothing is too small i'm just getting carried away now but i want to say thank you thank you to jamaica thank you for listening and i will see you next week bye <laughs>